Super Talk Mississippi media production. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I said one Mississippi, there's a magnolia. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio on Biloxi's Foggy Back Bay, welcome to Super Talk Outdoors where we celebrate every single Monday the incredible world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi. I want to thank you for joining us on the Super Talk Mississippi Radio Network or on C- Super Talk TV at C Spire TV. But if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube, your favorite podcast, it's uh, March 28, 2022. Three months already gone by. Man, I mean... <laughs> I say it a lot, but man, time is really, really flying. You know, I'm an early riser. I get up a lot, sometimes as early as 3.30 in the morning. I just love my mornings. That's when I do a lot of reading and enjoy enjoy the mornings. Um, But when I looked at my phone this morning, when I got up, it had this dense fog advisory. But when I looked outside in the dark, you could still see the lights on the other side of the bay. It was super clear, but off in the distance, you could see that wall of fog starting to come in. And by the time I got a cup of coffee, the, the fog was already here. It's that time of year. It, it makes me think about tuna fishing. You know, the last time I went f- tuna fishing at this time of year, it was super dense fog. We left Biloxi's Back Bay, headed out, and it uh, didn't even clear up till we got to Horn Island. I don't like running in the fog. I don't I don't know if I know many people who like running in the fog. It's uh, it's it can, it can really mess you up. But speaking of uh, tuna fishing, we actually had a window. We thought this weekend we were going to head out Saturday. Well, my son Jordan and I have been watching the uh, the weather really, really closely. And uh, it looked like we were going to be able to get there. The weather has to be perfect this time of year, though, because these fronts and the, the wind situation and the sea situation, when you're 100 miles offshore this time of year, you don't want to have a smooth ride out and a terrible ride back or for or actually for it to get rough while you're there. So you have to, it has to be the perfect situation of weather and seas. And uh, we didn't get that, so we had to cancel the trip. But the boat's ready. The boat's ready for next time and hopefully to come in the next few days. As a result, Jordan went, went turkey hunting, and uh, he actually got onto a couple of turkeys and he was texting me during his hunt. You know how it works. Uh, you know, t- telling me about the go- gobbling and sent me a little video along the way. It was it was really awesome to kind of watch it through his eyes. He had one at about 50 yards, but it, it was near a food plot, so he was hoping that it would come out and strut a little bit. It didn't, but it was still exhilarating. And, you know, that's the beauty of the outdoors. That's, you know, that's why that's why sometimes it's not so important to pull the trigger, just being out there and experiencing it. That's what that's what it's all about. By the way, if you're uh, if you if if you don't know this, we put all the videos for Super Talk Outdoors on Facebook and YouTube. You can go to our Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page and follow us. We really appreciate it that uh, that you're listening, and uh, we appreciate you kind of sharing it with your friends who love the outdoors. Now let's move over to my friend James Cummings. James is the executive director of Wildlife Mississippi. He's one of the country's foremost experts on conservation practices. He lives right here in Mississippi and works his tail off for this great state. Without any further ado, let me just say good morning to you, my friend. How you doing, James? I'm doing great. It's great to be on the show. Thank you. Well, look, we're going to get we're going to get an update about the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund that we have talked a lot about on this show. I just joined Paul Gallo this morning, and uh, I'll be spending some time with Gerard this afternoon. But you know, the reality is we made some great progress. So we'll come back to that in just a second. But I actually want to, since you haven't actually joined me on Super Talk Outdoors, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about James Cummings <laughs> and specifically Wildlife Mississippi and the work that you guys are doing. So where did where did your love of conservation come from, James? So, you know, I, you know when I was, I, I was born and raised in Greenville and, you know, and uh, you made me think about trying to Get, getting out on that Mississippi River and fog with towboats. So uh, uh, you brought back some memories with your comment earlier. Uh, but I, I grew up there on the, uh, you know, hunting and fishing in the oxbows there and, you know, going to my grandparents' place uh, around Winona. 
uh, at which we still have the, the farm there. And, you know, my, my mother's brother was a guy named Jack Herring that was executive director of the Mississippi Department uh, of Wildlife Conservation, as it was called back then. Um, so really kind of growing up and being around, you know, that, you know, it was really what, you know, and, and being on private land and, you know, on the farm. And that's really what stimulated a lot of that. And my father, he, you know, he was a math teacher at Greenville High School, but he was also a, very much interested in botany and plants and stuff. So kind of been in, the, maybe it's in our genes, I guess. So uh, what did you ever expect, though, um, that your passion would turn into you being one of the one of the foremost experts in the United States on conservation efforts? I mean, it's, a, it's been an amazing journey for you, hasn't it? It, it, it's been great and and uh, you know I, I'm currently I currently chair the federal policy committee for the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation in Washington and co-chair the, the the conservation policy committee for the Boone and Crockett Club and I'll actually be the next president of the Boone and Crockett Club and that's the oldest conservation in North America it was founded in 1887 by Theodore Roosevelt so uh, but no I would have never you know you never you never know where life carries you sometimes but you know it's been a lot of fun and it's it's really you know i ended up you know doing something very different than most people that are majoring in fisheries and wildlife i ended up working in the united states senate uh for senator cochran and and really you know learning how to how, how policy works and how to make it work for you and quite frankly how to make it work for mississippi so uh so it's been a it's been a pretty cool journey and uh doesn't seem to end and i don't want it to end it's it's, it's, it's a it's a fun ride when you say that, I can't help but think about the farm bill and how significant it was to America. You got a chance to see that up close and personal, didn't you? We, we really have, and and um, you know this this weekend we've had uh, here at our place in Amory at, at the farm we've got uh, folks from Ducks Unlimited, the Nature Conservancy, uh, the Kevin Norton. He's the he was the the chief of NRCS and under President Trump, and they're here. You know we're spending the middle of the day really kind of planning on what we want to see in the next farm bill and how we can benefit practices that are important to Mississippi and the Southeast. And um, they're trying to chase turkeys in the mornings and evenings and the turkeys aren't being as cooperative. The hunting is great. The shooting is a little slow. So, uh, well, you know, that, that uh, video that my son, it was a real short video, but I should have probably shown it this morning on Super Talk Outdoors, but it's uh man, you can just hear this, this, gobbler lit up man i mean there's nothing better when you're out in the woods and hear that is there i'll tell you what that that really brings it home that when you hear that it makes it all worthwhile so it it, it, it really is um hey look you know when you think about you think about the things that you've written about give people an opportunity to kind of understand how significant your writings are in terms of chapters and books books get, get, give us a sense of that um so a couple of things, you know, one, I guess the, the first book that we worked on was it, it's a handbook for uh, for private landowners on fish and wildlife management. Um, you know, I sent, in fact, I sent a friend of mine, Adrian Blocker, he was the vice president of Weyerhaeuser, and he sent me a note yesterday, and he lives in South Carolina, but I sent the book to him last week, and he said, you know, I may be in South Carolina, but this book is so relevant to me as a private landowner and helping me, you know, whether it's managing deer, you know, managing turkey, waterfowl impoundments, whatnot. But so that really was was our first one. Uh, did that in partnership with Adam Rocky at Mississippi State, uh, and then the the second one uh, was on. You know, there's there's no policy book in the nation in in terms of a, a textbook for, you know, people in in the fish and wildlife profession. So uh, the second book was on. It, it's called you know wildlife policy and law, uh, and it's and it's really you know more for you know for students. It goes into the Migratory Bird Treaty Act, how our nation's system of conservation was founded, which is very different than. In in England, uh, in 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 the United States, wildlife belonged to the people. Versus in England, you know, where a lot of us came from, it belonged to the king. Just like guns were the right of the king. You know, we we have very different laws based on some bad experiences in other countries in our in our in our nation's history. So uh, we're pretty excited about you know that that book is really helping educate or educate a lot of students and and making them be be better biologists. You know, so uh, as well. Well, see, what you've done for me, James, you know, I've always been involved in conservation. I love fishing. I love hunting. In fact, our one of our, our main camp that we lease uh, is not far from your place in Winona down in Greenwood, between Greenwood and the hills. But, but 
you know, what, what you taught me is the role that private property owners play in, in the efforts of conservation, particularly here in Mississippi, when you consider how much land in Mississippi, I've talked about this many, many times on this show, that you can't be true conservation oriented as a state if you don't really focus on private land. And you've really done a great job of educating me on that. I appreciate that, my friend. Well, it is. That's, it's just so important. I mean, just, you know, almost 90% of Mississippi is held by private landowners. Uh, and just think about it. I mean, you know, think about the great steward that you are of your own property. That's not costing the taxpayer a lot of dollars, you know, but our environment is really benefiting from your actions and many other private landowners' uh, actions. And, and the more we can, you know, recognize, I mean, like we're, you know, we're obviously talking a lot in this legislative session about trying to improve our state parks. Well, we don't have to spend those dollars, you know, uh, on, on private land like, like we do on, on public land. Both are important, um, yeah. but certainly the private sector, you know, can play a huge role uh, in making sure you have good tuna fishing and we have good water quality in the Gulf of Mexico for years to come. No doubt about that. We've, we've got James Cumming, the Executive Director for Wildlife Mississippi. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation about what is Wildlife Mississippi and what are they all about. We'll see you after this break. Mississippi to this land called home. I'll breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and gone. Just carry on. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Spring is here at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Join us for our open house Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd. Join us Friday, April 1st with the Makita Driving Innovation Tour Trailer all day and good things with Rebecca Turner broadcasting live from 2 to 3 p.m. Then get your hands dirty on Saturday, April the 2nd with buy one, get one Bonnie Plants and the Garden Mama Nellie Neal from 8 to 10 a.m. Food, fun, door prizes, live music, and great deals can't be beat. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton since 1871. Friday and Saturday, April 1st and 2nd. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate to plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word radio for free shipping. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. 
the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors from the Foundation Studio. We have my friend James Cumming, the Executive Director for Wildlife Mississippi. You know, James, I just I don't want to get too far away from this point. Uh, coming back to to you know the turkey not responding. <laughs> you know, Will Primos when he talks about you know going out into the woods, especially around turkey hunting, but he really means it in in any of the hunting that he does. That you know, he says pulling the trigger is really not what it's all about. It's just it's this experience that you have. He refers to it as a as a religious experience. In fact, he refers to it as almost being in a prayer. That he says he gets that from church for sure. But that when he's in the outdoors, it's even more so. Uh, he couldn't be more right about that, could he? Oh my goodness, Ab- absolutely. And and he, you know, Mississippi is really you know picture perfect in terms of describing what will is talking about i mean you know if if you go back almost 100 years ago when a guy named aldo leopold was in the state you know he, he had surveyed a lot of states he was one of our nation's premier conservationists but one of the things he found out that he saw in mississippi was of all the states that he had surveyed so far there was one thing that that mississippi excelled in and that's our interest in game and hunting uh, and he said, in that respect, Mississippi ex- Mississippi exceeds any state that he had ever surveyed. You know, and that really gets back to what Will's talking about. I mean, we, you know, I mean, that's that's why we have Super Talk Outdoors and the great job that you guys are doing is this is our golf. This is what we live for. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody may have ballet, they may have all kind of other stuff, but hunting and fishing in the outdoors is is that's you know as steve azar said you know uh you know i mean that mockingbird out on the limb this is this is you know this is what we're about it is what we're about in fact i want to talk to becky briggs here shortly she's a, a foundation board member and really committed to the organization and she and i had a chat about of how important it is to bring our kids into the outdoors i mean i'm really committed to that i love i love that. obviously i i grew up as a father with my kids in the outdoors and now i'm in the, in the outdoors with my grandkids but aldo leopold is right i mean you think about everything that he said about the situation in mississippi as it involves the outdoors but when you add to that the coastal fishing both the backwater and offshore fishing some of the best in the world right here from right here in coastal mississippi and as our friend alex said uh alex littlejohn from the nature conservancy says you can you can go duck hunting in the morning and in the afternoon go down to the coast and catch a redfish where else in america can you do that at the at, you know at the level that you can do it here in, in mississippi we're lucky to live here and that's why i refer to this place as the capital of the outdoors in america i mean that's a nice claim and we should take it shouldn't we absolutely and and you know just if you think about it th- Put, put your industry hat on. I mean, look at what, not only we have great places to recreate, we make, look at Winchester and Oxford, look at all, all what's being made there. Here in my small town of Amory, you know, there's two boat manufacturing companies. Nautic Star is one of them, Avid Boats is another. Uh, Mossy Oak, you know, Primos Game Calls. I mean, if the, the list goes on and on and on. You know, and a lot of our outdoors is what that's what supports these industries and these jobs. You know, I mean, it gets back to the comment, you know, Will dreamed about, you know, and and developed turkey hunt, you know, turkey calls and many other types of calls based on his experiences in Mississippi. And now he and Toxie and others like him are ambassadors for Mississippi to the rest of the world. It's quite incredible. Hey, we're going to go back. We're going to come back to the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. But real quick, tell me kind of in, a, in an elevator speech what Wildlife Mississippi is all about. So if you kind of go back into the early 1990s, uh, you know, the conservation movement in Mississippi primarily consisted of land acquisition and litigation lawsuits. Uh, but there, So there was very little effort on the private land side and a very little effort of how can we look at the outdoors in a way that improves Mississippi's quality of life and improves our state's economy. And a gentleman by the name of Clark Reed of Greenville, uh, that was really his brainchild and he helped form and brought in a lot of other leaders uh charles pickering from you know down in jones county you know richard mcray billy van devender bob dunlap uh leela Wynn from greenville uh you know people all over the state jimmy bryan and west point really brought together a, a strong 
quality or group of leaders, uh, you know, to help form this. So it's a lot of what we are trying to do is is. And we're very different than a lot of conservation groups is we're looking at that economic side, looking at that human element and how can how, how can we make Mississippi a better place to live, work and raise a family, you know, and look at, at doing this from a standpoint of, of our outdoors. I mean, if I look at a lot of Mississippi's, uh, we don't accept, we don't. You know, we we rank number one in a lot of, of health statistics, and they're all bad. You know, uh, uh, you know, in terms of you know weight or cardiovascular disease. Uh, you know, improving our resources and places for people to recreate and exercise. You know, you know, and and eat good, healthy food. That you know, whether it be tuna or whether it be venison. You know, uh, that really helps fight cancer, for example. I mean, so there's a lot of things we can do that that really improves Mississippi's quality of life, and that's what we want. To, that's what we're about. Well, James, I have really enjoyed watching your leadership and the and the Wildlife Mississippi Board's leadership on the coalition as it relates to the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund, and, and it's been a it's been an incredible process over the last couple of years. But I see the it's not, it's not the perfect you know the perfect bill but you never get perfect you get if we get to a point where there's substantial money there so we can get federal matching funds the way that we need to we need to be going to get them and we've got we've got uh, non-governmental organizations and involving private land and all the things that we fought for it looks like the stars are really getting into alignment here and uh, i've watched this the senate house leadership I, I got a call from the lieutenant governor specifically everyone seems to be aligned around we're going to get this done this year yeah absolutely and you know i've, I've had a chance to to meet with lieutenant governor hoseman and, and a lot of our house folks and you know look, we there's, if there's one thing that that's a common thread among members of the legislature that are working on this bill is the, is their passion for the outdoors, their passion for hunting and conservation, and, and their love of Mississippi. Uh, and I'm, you know, today is a very key day in the legislature in terms of in terms of our bill. Uh, we'll we'll kind of know by midnight tonight are we are we alive or are we going to be looking at a referendum? You know, so and I'm really confident that that these folks are really working hard and 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 trying to set personalities aside and let's get let's get good policy uh, for Mississippi. I mean, there's there's 74 billion dollars we've gone through our, our our stewardship trust fund coalition uh has gone through this list of all the programs that passed in the infrastructure bill and there's about 74 billion dollars in conservation funding opportunities and this this is this bill if we can get this thing passed in somewhere around a 20 million dollar number that's going to go a long way to help taking 20 million and turn it into 80 or 100 million to benefit mississippi so we had a lot of debates and discussion about whether it's going to be a um, uh, whether it's going to be an allocation each year through an appropriation or whether it was going to be you know, a, a dedicated fund through a diversion. And you know, I think that was kind of a non-starter, the diversion for the Senate. And we certainly didn't want that to get in the way of a commitment. What I like is the language that they're using. We will do this by year two. We'll, you know, there's at least a, a, an understanding that this has to be a multi-year project, has to be a multi-year commitment for us to continue to get the federal dollars, and we're getting that. And I think it's really good when we start hearing conversations about board governance, what the relationship between the board and the legislature is going to be, and um, and when you get to that level of detail, you really, really, it sounds like we, we, we are going to get it. I think this is going to be an important day, and we're going to get to the finish line, and everyone's going to be shaking hands saying, let's go do something great for Mississippi's outdoors. Absolutely. And, and yeah, there's been some hiccups along the way, you know, and, and look, there's been some, you know, Mississippians have not been perfect in terms of, you know, how funds are being spent. And that's one of the things I really like about what the House and Senate have done is really put good safeguards in here to, to prevent, you know, any type of fraud or anything like that. And, and I'll say this, all of our coalition, we've never, we've never had any problems whatsoever there, uh, but we want to make sure, and maybe this will be the model on how we run, you know, uh, government in terms of good, good governance and, and how we expend dollars in this state. Well, I think one of the things I felt so strongly about, and I'm glad that it's now part of the part of the discussion, is non-governmental organizations like the Nature Conservancy and Wildlife Mississippi and Ducks Unlimited and a large number of others. You want them out there looking for federal funds. You want them proposing projects 
and being competitive and making sure that we're working hard to be on the innovative cutting edge. And we're, we're headed in that direction. And all these organizations are subject to federal um, federal audits today. Yep. So, you know, hey, let's, let's get it done. Let's button it up good. Let's have all kinds of audit procedures in place, but let's not let the timeline for this be delayed any further. Look, the last thing we want is $1 of conservation money being misspent. And so we, we don't want that any more than anybody else does. We want it going on the ground, benefiting the resources that, that we all love and enjoy. It's been great watching the role that you have played in educating people about the importance of private land. It's been great watching the work of the wildlife um, uh, of uh, Wildlife Mississippi and the coalition and the foundation. It's been, been something to, to behold. So anyway, listen, James, thank you for joining me on, on Super Talk Outdoors. I really appreciate your leadership. Thank you, for, and thank you for the opportunity to be here. When we come back, we're going to have a wonderful conversation with my friend Becky Briggs. We'll see you after this break. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Southerner. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 81. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 59. Your Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 84. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 66. And for your Wednesday, a 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 82. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> there are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products, and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News, a documentary that showcases the story of basketball legend Lucy Harris reeled in an Academy Awards Sunday night. The Queen of Basketball was produced by Shaquille O'Neal. It tells the story of how the mentor Mississippi native became the only female drafted by the NBA. Fox's Jared Max details some of her amazing accomplishments. 
Harris played for Team USA at the 1976 Summer Olympics, then got picked in the seventh round of the NBA draft the next year by the Jazz. She did not try to make the team because she was pregnant. This was eight years after the San Francisco Warriors had tried to draft the three-time national champ at Delta State, but in 1969, women were not able to get drafted by an NBA team. In 1992, Lucia Harris became the first black woman inducted to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. You can watch the Queen of Basketball on supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. How did Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impact rural broadband internet? In January of 2019, Governor Phil Bryant signed a law allowing our state's 25 electrical cooperatives to offer high-speed internet options. Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation lobbied in support of this bill to improve the quality of life for all Mississippians. Because when Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. You know, I'm honored every week to say that I'm doing this show from the Foundation Studio because I know this organization is working so hard to protect the heritage, our outdoors heritage in Mississippi. They're the only foundation that's actually focused on the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And the formal name for the foundation, incidentally, is the Foundation for Mississippi's Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And we shortened it to say foundation on this show, just so there's not confusion about the department versus the foundation. But they're really focused on educational projects and other wildlife efforts that the uh, foundation is, is up to these days. And uh, they're really, really focused on issues like like the Outdoor Stewardship, Stewardship Trust Fund that James and I just talked about and that I've talked about so often here on Super Talk Outdoors because they know that issues like this will really enable Mississippi to kind of take it to the next level as it relates to our conservation efforts. So in short, we're really lucky to have an organization like the foundation and the dedicated volunteers who not only work so hard inside the board and inside their efforts in Mississippi, but who also provide the funding for this organization. So without any further ado, let's, let's move over to my friend Becky Briggs. She's not only an avid outdoors woman, but she's also a member of the board for the, for the foundation. How you doing, Becky? I'm great, thank you. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. It's foggy down here in, in uh, coastal Mississippi today. Where are you now? I'm in Madison, Mississippi in my conference room. Oh, uh, good for uh, you. It's, uh, it's a little cloudy out here, but it's not foggy. Well, I see you see, for, for the uh, Facebook and YouTube eyes, they can see behind you are obviously uh, game photos from probably around the world, huh? <laughs> you know what? I had not noticed that. I thought I did. You see the state seal? Yes, I do. That comes from Eddie's lieutenant governor's office when he was there. And the others yeah. are. They're from Africa, Tanzania. <laughs> well, you know, you hear me talk. You hear me talk. I mean, you you love the outdoors, and I want to. We're going to come back to that in a second. I want to hear more about where that love comes from. But you heard James and me, and if if you know you're a regular listener, I talk all the time about Mississippi as the capital of the outdoors in America. Uh, we that's a claim that we should stake because when you you may find one dimension that's better in other states, but when you add up all the outdoors dimensions we have here to enjoy, you're not going to find a better state in in this nation. And the foundation is like really serious about keeping it that and, and continuing to sort of contribute toward uh, maintaining it for over the many years to come, aren't they? 
they they really are. They work hard to, as you talked about, the securing funds for them as well. And they don't they don't start with adults. They start with the children. And that's what's exciting to me to see the young children that they have brought in to the hunting and the fishing across the state of Mississippi. Uh, we heard Waldo speak of it last year, uh, last week on the archery program. That just blows my mind. And when I tell people there are sixty thousand students in our in what 430 schools in the archery program that that's pretty cool that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, had, I had Waldo on recently and we went through the whole process and how that yeah. program has grown and what he's what he's contributed but his passion and the people who are involved in that what they have done Becky and in, in schools across Mississippi and the number of kids they have engaged it's unbelievable it really it is, is incredible isn't it we are, uh, you know, we do the shooting teams as well. And I learned something this past week about the shooting teams. They qualify, we give scholarships. And I said, well, okay, explain this to me. Now who gets the scholarship? Well, it's the winners of their different divisions and they can start now at like 15, 16 years old. And if they win their division, the money that they win for their scholarship goes into a fund and it will sit there and grow. If they're in the 10th grade, it'll have three years and they keep adding to it. We had one little girl that won, and I say little girl, she won $6,000 worth of scholarship shooting in the yeah. shooting program. That's incredible. So, so what, what's so amazing about the program is that, you know, the, one of the things that, that Waldo points out is that they, a kid may not be the best soccer player, the best football player, but he can come in and learn, learn to shoot a bow and, and not only learn an appreciation for safety and conservation, but also a love of the outdoors, but also, I mean, the number of kids that you pointed out that have gone on to get scholarships and be on college uh, shooting teams, it's incredible to see the path of some of these kids, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing how they do that. And also, you know, we have a fishing team now. They can, I think Don Brazel's son's on the, the fishing team. So it just keeps growing and growing. But to see young kids, and I know you and I share a friend, Clint Dunn and Little Jackson from in the Delta. Yes, well, yes. I saw him this weekend at a shooting event, and so I was bragging on him and the company that he was keeping. And But Jackson is just a good example of young people out in the outdoors from people like you taking him hunting and fishing and and we have another little guy that's out at prep and he just turned 17 but we took him on his i i let him use one of my bows during bow season so he took a doe with the bow and then his next thing was the big deer and now he's into turkey hunting so he and our, he and eddie are trying to get him a turkey this year but gosh and he's, he's a 4.0 student at prep and yeah, isn't that now, cool and his love yeah. for the outdoors it will carry on for generations. I lease a bunch of land from the Dunn family, and they've become super good friends. And uh, and Travis Dunn is, is you know he loves to deer hunt and duck hunt, and he's his brother man. Clint. Yeah, he's a good, he's fun, he's fun. But you're right, Jackson's my little hunting buddy. I'd rather go hunting with Jackson, just like I did with my sons uh, when they were when they were Jackson's age and, and had the opportunity. Jackson's such a sharp young man. He's got such a bright future ahead of him. I just love spending time with him. But his passion for the outdoors is uh, is just it's just something that's contagious, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's very contagious. The uh, Back to the shooting teams, I was looking at the local Kemper County newspaper over in East Mississippi and where Eddie and I are from, and there was a picture of their shooting team. I had no idea that Kemper County had a shooting team. And those kids were in sight. I mean, I told Eddie, I said, we have to bring them to Jackson, to someplace like Providence where we belong, and, and let them enjoy the outdoors and what we have there as well. So I'm I'm, I'm passionate about it. I can't wait to get them all over here because those kids usually don't have that type of opportunity. And through the foundation and the Mississippi Parks, it's just uh, an amazing opportunity for kids like that. I, I had the opportunity to go to Providence last year. What a special, what a special facility that is. But let's do this. Let's shift gears a bit. I okay. want to know where did your love of the outdoors come from? <laughs> they asked me that when Eddie and I married 30 years ago. Some the, the local paper said, why don't you marry Eddie Briggs and want to hunt and fish with him? And I, well, he took me one day. Now, this is a true story. He called one day and he said, let's go deer hunting. And I said, okay, sure. Sounds good. So I show up in like tennis shoes and a little cute little blazer I had on at work, in the radio business, by the way. 
And uh, he said, oh, no, this is not going to work. And I said, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. It was 28 degrees before I finally said, I can't take this any longer. My feet are frozen and I'm freezing and I have to have something a little bit warmer. So I have to go home now. So the next day he called back and he said, you're going back again? Was it fun? And I said, well, it was great fun other than I was freezing. And so from that day forward, we went and got clothes and you know, I'm just an outdoor person. If I was yeah. going to follow him around, I had to be outside because that's you know, you know, Eddie is passionate. So, oh, he is. He is. So it all started from just hanging out with him, and and then golly, it grew. And and he says the biggest mistake he ever made was buy me a shotgun. And just, <laughs> <laughs> he says, do you know what your ammo bill is a month? And I said, well, not really. I don't really care. I'm having fun. <laughs> and <laughs> so here we go. That's that's so cool. Hey, look, I, I'll tell you as we get close to the end of this segment. I I, I used to joke with my friends. There's a thing called a sea witch. A sea witch is what you put a cigar minna on and troll it behind the boat to catch a king mackerel. And I used to joke with my friends that if I ever find a woman that can rig a sea witch, I'm <laughs> going to marry her. And when I met Anne, she's a Bahanovich, you know, uh, Croatian uh, heritage from the point of Biloxi. Grew up fishing and and just loving fishing and and she can't she can't get enough fishing and um, we got, my goal is to get married before before I turn thirty I got married two weeks before I turned thirty and I and I married a girl who could rig a, a sea witch which I think is like the 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 absolute pinnacle of my life. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like Eddie. You sound like Eddie. He's, and, <laughs> and he uh, he loves for me to go now. He likes to tell his friends that I cost too much because when it, when he has to buy one, he has to buy two. But he's he's joking about all that. He was out shooting at Providence the other day, and I I was making a the Mississippi Outdoors show with the, I had taken the women out to Turcot, which was a, a story I want to tell you. But. Uh, he when he got home, he said, "You know, I missed you today out there shooting with." So, so see, he does care. He really does. <laughs> that that is, that is so cool. Actually, we'll uh, we'll pick up the story with uh, shooting with the women on the other side, but. But and and I think we have like a less than a minute left in this segment. But you you've literally been all over the all over the uh, United States shooting. You've gotten pretty darn good at it. I want to hear more about that when we come back. But we're having a conversation with Becky Briggs. Uh, you may remember her husband, Lieutenant the Lieutenant Governor Eddie Briggs. I knew him back in the days at the Sun Herald. Uh, what a passionate outdoorsman he is. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation and uh, and find out what else is going on in Becky's life these days. We'll see you after this break. Jolly from the tractor store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the tractor store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The tractor store in Richland. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs, 
and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Here in Spire country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to C Spire country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events. Visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cuts through walls and fall football. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors on the foggy Biloxi Bay this morning from the Foundation Studio. And I have my friend Becky Briggs with us today. When we were going, when we went to break, we're talking about her love of shooting. And uh, she mentioned actually that she and some women taped a show for Mississippi Outdoors. I didn't want her to get started on that story and have to cut her off, you know, when we went to break. But let's circle back, Becky. I'm interested in that. You really are, are focused on on uh, increasing the number of women who are involved in the outdoors. Tell me about that Mississippi Outdoors sh uh, show y'all taped. Well, they heard that I was passionate about the women and the women that we have out at Providence that are members and we do charity shoots and we're sporting clay shooters, but every lady has a different passion. Uh, my friend June Lack is a big sporting clay person and she was not until she and I shoot 200 targets every Wednesday together, but she watched the sporting, uh, sporting clays part of the shooting go from 50 women that she competed with to the other day on outdoors she told that it was 250 women now that belong to the uh, sporting clay association nationwide and and that's pretty cool and we went from like June and I and now there's like seven or eight or nine of us that shoot just about every Wednesday and we went to Turcotte to make this television show for them and they all had different ideas one of them is a pistol expert so she had the opportunity to shoot the pistol with uh, Steve Moore I think is his name the guy that teaches shooting out there I think that's his name yeah Steve Moore 
and uh, he was impressed with her ability to handle a pistol, her form, her ability to pull the trigger and hit right where it was supposed to be. Uh, there's a group called GRITS, too, that we all belong to, and the GRITS started in Texas, a lady named Elizabeth Lanier, and they're into, GRITS means girls really into shooting, and that's where the GRITS name came from. And uh, we're all, you know, we just meet and we shoot and we have lunch and we go back and shoot again and we travel to the states, uh, sporting club places as well. I think we have one that's going to be in uh, down around South Mississippi somewhere is it McRaven, but we've been to Turcotte and we've been to MacGyver. And if you haven't visited those places, you should go. And I want to talk to the ladies just a second, because if there's ladies out there that feel like they want to learn to shoot, call me. They can, call, they can find me and we'll get them set up at a club and we can shoot and we'll just do some trap shooting and just practice shooting targets back and forth. And before they know it, they'll be passionate like we all are about it. I, I can't agree more. By the way, Steve Moore's nickname is Reno. You Reno, remember that. Well, yeah. I had, a, I had him on my show recently, and what he's done to bring focus on safety and, and firearm uh, shooting, especially with a handgun, he learned from a guy named Colonel Jeff Cooper. They had this gun site, uh, very famous gun site location where people go there and learn. And he was a protege of him, but what a what a terrific man! And what he's done for the state across all of these incredible. I mean, it's, I mean, you're talking about some of the best uh, shooting. Uh, facilities in the world there. It's a pretty amazing, isn't it? It is very amazing. We had been there to shoot, like I said, charity events where we go, well, like Miss, Miss Mississippi held an event there before the pageant, and we all shot on the team. And, uh, and then Magnolia Speech, we followed them around shooting for them. And it, it just goes on and on and on, and we just keep, it, get, the more we do it, the more we enjoy it. And, and I want them to learn, and we pull for one another. And that's another thing that the grits part that, I, that we talked about, I disagree a little bit because they don't believe in keeping score. And yeah. I was raised, if you keep score, then you it's the only way you can ever get any better. You know, yeah. that's yeah. the only way you're going to find out where you, where you are. And, uh, but, you know, if, if there's a lady out there that really wants to shoot and she wants to learn, my group would be the perfect place. And I'd be so happy to start with them. So you you actually uh, have a company called Briggs Properties. And, you know, when you're not out in the outdoors, you are, you are doing real estate and brokerage stuff. Tell me a little bit about your real life. My real life? Well, uh, Eddie, he's just about retired from practicing law, but I still come in and we have an office and we have uh, four real estate agents and uh, we all like people and we enjoy selling to people and getting to know a, a bunch of people. So we're just focused on that during the daytime and on Wednesdays I focus on shooting somewhere in the world. <laughs> so it's every Wednesday? Yeah, we shoot every Wednesday out at Providence. So Wednesday is your golf. You know what? One of my ladies is is a golfer, and she has to struggle to get get her time in with the, between golf and shooting. But she can do it. She's a good golfer. She plays out <laughs> at Reunion, and then she'll slip out to Providence to shoot with us. And she kind of heads up our grits for us too. But you know, we have all we have uh, another lady that's. Uh, good with firearms. She's a rifle person and she's also have been to, to uh, Africa like we have shooting. So we have that in common with her as well. Well, well that's good. Look, uh, someone asked me, do I golf? I said, well, I used to golf once a year just to remind myself why I don't play golf. Because what I learned is you can't be a good golfer and also enjoy fishing and hunting the way I do. So Becky, we got less than 30 minutes, le 30 seconds left. It's been a pleasure to get to know you better. Well, it's my pleasure, too, and thank you for so supporting the foundation and talking that to people to let them know that how important it is that we do uh, take care and conserve our outdoors so the next generation can enjoy what you and I have when we're passionate about it. It is, it is so, so important. This has been Becky Briggs. Uh, she's a member of the foundation board and uh, someone who just loves the outdoors. It's been a pleasure. Have a great day. And you by too. the way, stay safe. Stay safe when you're in the outdoors. Always put safety for a Super Talk Mississippi media production.